Tailgater Sports. That's right, everybody. You heard the guy with the cool announcer voice. My name is Eric. This is another episode of Tailgater Sports. With me, I got two other knuckleheads on the podcast. This guy over here, he is in a Voodoo Ranger hat. His name's Randy. Um, free hat? I, of course a free hat. You like Voodoo Rangers? I do. They're a little heavy. They, yeah, they so, are. Tyler, let's bring in Tyler. This is third gear because I actually want to talk about Voodoo Rangers for a second. Um, that's Tyler. This is the, guy, the other guy's name, Tyler. Where's, you're, you're, you out there, Tyler? You're there? Anyway. Yes, I'm here, unfortunately. Okay, all right. Let, hold the depression. Yeah. You're gonna, Jesus Christ. He's gonna be depressed. We gotta talk about Julio Jones later. You're gonna, not that sad. Still, yeah, no, you exactly. Oh, dude. You it's not, it's weenie, not dude. That, that was like we're gonna we're gonna talk about it in a second. We gotta go over Julio Jones because we did have a couple weeks off. We went to Vegas last weekend as a group. Um, we gotta talk about Stadium Swim. We gotta talk about Randy and sports books. Tyler betting. It was just as good as you think it was. We gotta oh, talk yes. about Julio Jones because it was a, a great weekend for Tyler overall. But back to Voodoo Ranger. Do you guys crap yourself the next morning after you eat a man? Voodoo Rangers no. F up my stomach, dude. And I take the massive dude, they you know ruin what? my stomach the next morning after I drink Voodoo Rangers. You know what? Yesterday was the first time I had one in a couple months. How, I how was your stomach up, feeling? I woke up in the middle of the night with stomach pain. Dude, I, like they're good. They pack a punch. Like yeah. they're, 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 what are they, like 7% or something like that? I'm not sure. They're heavy. So. The ones I usually drink are heavy. Well, see, oh. like I, I'm, I know some people at Voodoo Ranger, but the, but like what I, well, it's New Belgium Brewing. Yeah. yeah. Voodoo Ranger is one of the, I, the, I the love brands. them, man, but they, they give like me like my, the morning after. My stomach hurts. Yeah. Like my, my go to beer from them is Fat Tire because Fat, fat Tire is not, good. not yeah. too heavy. Fat it's not too crazy. I like Fat Tire, but. That's so funny you mentioned Dude, that. Dude, my stomach is killing me the because next Because I woke up, I woke up in the middle of the night last night with stomach pain. I'm like, what is going yeah, dude, on? What did I eat? IPA. It's so heavy. It's good. I love it. I, I mean, it's so good that I will deal with it. It's like Chipotle away episode of South Park. Yeah. Where you, you crap yourself. So you yeah, buy Chipotle did, away I mean, so you can I, eat Chipotle. Yeah, I did eat like six slices of pizza, but that's besides oh, dude, the point. You got like greasy yeah, Ranger we, belly we, going. We're throwing we're throwing a super smash tournament and one oh, thing led to another. Awesome. Nice. Yeah, it was rough. But yeah, that's funny you mentioned so, that. I actually had to look this up. I have never heard of Voodoo Ranger. Never had it? I've also never tried it. No, What's I've never a, tried it. It's I a, think the it's one a dope I, sounding beer, though. Yeah, okay, I think, well, is Voodoo Ranger Little Something? Um, or is that one? What do you um, mean? Is there the, the IPA brand? Is it called Little Something? Um, I don't or know. Is that, uh, I forget which one. Well, that is. because I know the, the, the Ranger himself is like their, their go to yeah, mascot. So like he's, he's skull, in like. Right? Yeah, he's in like so many different variations on yeah. bottles and boxes depending on the seasons and. Sort of like uh, holidays. I haven't or... been drinking as much IPAs as I used to. I, I used don't. To drink I try a ton my best. I try my best to avoid them as much as possible because yeah. I never have. I never enjoy them. Yeah, I mean, They're I like fun. them. I like arrogant bastards. I like you know See, it's the heavier no. stuff. But again, they mess up my well, stomach. I, I'm becoming a bit of a pussy. No, no. Well, as like I get for older. me, like I've I've decided, and you know, check this out. I'll tie this into sports. I now put this into consideration when I go to stadiums and I buy drinks because it's like a thousand dollars for a drink. I, I try my best to get the stuff that I know I'm be able to drink and enjoy. Right. Like when I first started drinking a lot of beer, I was addicted to mango cart from uh, Golden Road. Yeah. I like it. I had it recently, but it doesn't like now it tastes weird to me. Like it tastes too sweet or too mm-hmm. like just strange. So for me, I always just go lagers. Like I like something yeah. that's like a pilsner, you know, nothing too crazy, nothing too heavy. And I've, I've sort of weaned away from the flavored stuff like peanut butter beer. I tried that because okay, they said that was good. No I was way. like, "This is this is not pleasant." The worst beer experience I ever had, though, I had a coffee beer. That was just the most foul oh, thing I've two ever things had I in just my need, life. I don't need together. Yeah. The only way I'm drinking anything kind of caffeinated or like with the purpose of coffee, you got to go like um, uh, Guinness or something. Uh, not even Guinness. Uh, there, you throw like a um, it's a drink. Like Bailey's. Yeah, Bailey's. I couldn't think of the name. Oh, yeah, okay. like throw Bailey's in a coffee. If you're in Vegas and you little pick me up in the morning. I do. I, I I don't mind a nice little snake bite, which is a Guinness with uh, some. Was it like hard cider or? Okay. Oh, it's a uh, Angry Orchard, I think. Right? Angry Orchard. That's Angry what it is. Orchard. Yeah. I always forget what it is. Angry Orchard yeah. is something else too. I just I can never really get behind. Yeah, and you know what's um, really messing up my stomach too, man? Like the seltzers a little bit, depending on the brand, will really mess me up. Kill me. Yeah, Trulys, Trulys are way too sweet. For Trulys me, man. tear me apart. I. You know what's crazy? The older I've gotten, the more I've been like, dude. I, uh, that's too sweet. I can't drink yeah. that. It's it's bad. I like I started the seltzer game with Trulies, so I was really yeah. into Trulies to start, and then I went backwards. Like I, you know how White Claw was like the gateway seltzer for people. Right. I went from Trulies to White Claws instead of White Claws to Trulies. Yeah, and I was like, dude, I can't go back to Trulies. I've, I've Way also, too much sugar for I've me. I've also determined that I really I don't like seltzers. Like they're just they're gross. I mean, seltzer I think it flavor. Depends. 
seltzer flavor to me is just kind of butt. I mean, regular seltzer, I, I don't mind, but yeah. with the alcohol angle to it, it just it's a little too off-putting for me. Tyler, but I can. They're the easiest to drink. Like if I if I if I was handed an IPA. And I was like, well, I got to scarf this down. I'd have a much harder time scarfing that down than yeah. like a seltzer, you know? Tyler's been drinking, uh, what, whiskey lately? Yeah. Is that what you've been doing? Yeah, you posted another photo. Tyler, Tyler drinks like an outdoorsman <laughs> or something, or like a woodsman. Yeah, like he's the, like, it, it should be a campfire and well, like oh, okay. a, a, yeah. a tin so, cup, dude, but Ty- it's it's the show and his coffee you, table. You listen, you listen to what he eats and then what he drinks, and he sounds like a fur like a fur tra- trapsman. <laughs> like he's trapping furs, like he's hunting beavers or something. I mean, hefty beavers, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I mean, you would be correct considering I had uh, bacon and eggs this morning, so I guess Hell it yeah. is an outdoorsman type meal. But good. this giant, it's a 1.75 milliliter bottle of uh, Woodford Reserve Kentucky bourbon. Now, I did not go out and buy this bottle. This bottle was gifted to me. I was about to say, like, you don't, you don't just Christmas. walk in and be like, I'm going to buy that and just be drinking bourbon for the next three yeah, months. Yeah, man, that, like, talk about exactly. intimidating. When you walk into a store that sells alcohol, so a liquor store, and you see this giant wall of all these bourbons and whiskeys, there's nothing more intimidating than looking at that, especially at our age when we're kind of broke but not sort of broke, right. and we're like, damn, do I really want to drop 40 on I a bottle? I just walk right past the brown liquor, dude. I'm like, yeah. get me to the vodkas and dude, save and me this, some cash. This uh, stuff, it hits hard, too, because I think when I checked, it's 45 proof, so it's pretty... It's pretty hard hitting and the glasses I fill. So I have like basically a normal uh, whiskey glass and I fill half of it with whiskey and the other half Coke. So there's about two shots in there. And when I'm drinking this thing, I'm having like five or six glasses. So I'm like 10 or 12. Well, you're not supposed, you're not supposed to to chase it, man. You're supposed to sip it just like that. Throw it on some ice. Yeah. Some ice, make a steak or something like, but this thing is so intense that I I tried drinking it by itself. And I was like, I'm going to intenses. So, um, for a lot of people who don't know this, I mean, you'd have to be pretty, pretty brain dead not to know this, but the office when it was running had a show along with it on the same network, basically a competing show parks and rec. I like Parks and Rec more. One of the characters, Ron Swanson, yeah. he loves eating meat. He's an outdoors guy. And um, the big drink that he loves to drink is Lagavulin. And Lagavulin, I believe, is a whiskey that's from Scotland. And so my buddy and I were really into it. We bought a bottle. I bought him one. I was like, dude, let's drink it. It's going to be oh, sick. Dude, that sounds so bad. Probably the most painful experience I've ever had in my life drinking alcohol. Oh. It tastes, bro, I swear to God, it tastes like you're drinking a hot barrel. Yeah, uh, dude, I, I, I like, feel you. Like we, I drank it. <laughs> I, I, the, one of the only times I almost puked in Vegas in like a casino. Yeah, was I was sitting at a bar. It was like dude, it was like three thirty four in the morning. Right. We were sitting waiting to leave. We did the whole like let's just stay up and sleep in the car. Yeah, bad idea. Never do it. It's a bad idea. So we're like, yeah, let's keep drinking. Whatever. We're just gonna sit in the back of the van on the way home. There's a, a deal at the at the bar we're at. Buy two Budweisers, get two shots of Jim Beam free. And I'm sitting there with my buddy, and I'm like, two Buds? And they're like, do you want the two Uh. shots of Jim Beam? And I'm like, F it. Yeah, I do. Dude, I throw it back. I almost yacked on on the... bar top yeah i was so close in oh i have i, I have a few throat, i have a few memories of alcohol that just really just tear me apart like the, it, it definitely comes into play too like when you go to vegas you're like okay i can't make this mistake everything costs a lot of money i need to make sure i buy the right stuff like yeah. i remember being at a party yeah it's an expensive and, mistake if you don't oh, like the yeah. drink someone brought me a bacardi 151 and i was Ooh, like oh here we that's go gasoline bro. down the hatch that's, <laughs> that's flammable oh dude i was literally gagging yeah. because i took a big swig of it yeah and but like you know then you see that stuff at the bars in Vegas, like when we went, and you're like, who in the right yeah. effing mind and, and they're is gonna ordering pay, And they're going to pay like 20 bucks for the shot. And then you hang out with someone like Tyler, who has the luck that he has when it comes to betting, and you're like, now and I know who orders that. they get to Vegas and they just throw it. So like, let's, let's go. Let's park it here. That's what I'm saying. That Now I know who orders that alcohol. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know what? I need to forget about everything right? <laughs> real fast. So we were in Vegas over the weekend, and Tyler, I didn't know that you were so... I mean, Randy, I know you're pretty new to the Vegas scene because yeah. you're younger. I didn't know you... This You said this was your fourth time in Vegas. Your first official legal sports bet was made last weekend? Yeah, so I had never... The first three times I was there, the first time I was there... Just went with my friends, basically explore Vegas, get drunk, do all that stuff. And I didn't really know anything about sports betting. The second time I was there, uh, my cousin's bachelor party didn't really have time to go, you know, overlook all the sports bets and everything like that. And that was fine because that trip wasn't necessarily for me. I was there, you know, because of the party. Third time was when we were at the iHeart Music Festival. Didn't really have time there, too, because we were doing stuff all day. 
And then so last time I went was the first time where we actively made it part of our weekend to check out the sports book and download the app that they have because we knew that we were going to go to stadium swim. Yeah. So it's like, Hey, let's actively get this going. So yeah, that was actually the first legal bet I've ever put down. Well, that was I- a exhilarating. One of my theories too, was that the past couple of times that Tyler's gone because he's been so held back at home, living in a Christian household. He's like, dude, I'm here for okay, one reason and one reason only. And that's getting messed up. Hell let's yeah, go. brother. You know? So I think this time it's like, okay, I've been messed up enough. Let's do some gambling. You know because funny. even when he showed up, bro, on Saturday, this guy looked like he woke up in a ditch on oh, the side dude, of the road. He looked so bad. We're in the sports book at Park MGM, and it looked like you were on an all-night bender. And you're like, no, I just woke up, man. The best part about it, too, is that he had been texting us at like 6 in the morning, like, who wants to get breakfast? And all of us are knocked out. And so then it he's like, eight. well, I'm just going to go back to bed. And then he almost overslept. Yeah, so it's 1045. We had to be downstairs by 11:15. So I actually woke up at about 8:30 and I said, "You know, I'm going to shower, I'm going to go walk around whatever." So I showered, I texted you guys, I was like, "Oh, hey, who's going down?" I was downstairs for about 10 minutes just walking around looking around, and then you guys are like, "Yo, we're all still asleep." I was like, "Okay, I'm just going back up and going back to bed." And then I nearly overslept by 20 minutes. See, that that's how you bad. know you're not a, a addicted to gambling because any other person that has a gambling problem is finding some horses to bet on, is sitting at a table. They're not going back up to bed. They're any time extra time spent standing in a casino is costing people money. I, I can't stand in a casino. I, I throw twenty in a in a in a yeah, slot see, machine. I'm, I'm, or, I'm the opposite, man. I'm like, well, twenty five bucks, that's it for the weekend. Yeah, yeah, and that's the problem. That's why I don't like slot machines, man. They drain you so fast. Three pulls yeah. and you're down forty bucks. Sports betting, you you let it play out, you got the whole game, you're at least invested into it a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Um which brings me to Tyler invested into the yes. madness at Stadium Swim. So Stadium Swim is his new pool at Circa in downtown Las Vegas, old Fremont Street experience. Um, brand new. How how tall is the screen? 156 feet, something like that. Some outlandish number. We posted it on What's New and Tailgater Sports on Instagram if you want to check it out. But this screen is massive, right? So Tyler not only experiences his first sports bet of, the, of his life, he goes to probably the best sports book in the world, I would say. And and so I'm thinking you officially have peaked, Tyler. But um, experiencing Tyler not only placing these sports bets for the first time, but losing these sports bets continuously ah. and repetitively was pretty fun to see. Because in my veins. He was, he was the only thing I can describe it as was just in like a trance. He was standing in our cabana. We have, by the way, we're in Vegas at a pool party, EDM music blasting, a giant, <laughs> massive screen with... Every game on, Tyler's in our cabana, like hiding, refreshing his phone. I think live betting. I don't know what you're doing, but just I could see like your bets losing in your face, on your face. It was insane to see. Hello, darkness, my old friend. Okay, well, hold on. Here's the thing, though. Tyler did it to himself because he would have had our full pledge support had he not been a dick the whole time. He <laughs> yep. was like, he was like, let's go, baby, and That's where I was go. getting, man. That's where I was Whoa. getting. I'm like, yo, dude, chill out, bro. This guy was like all in. He went from like... A guy who's never seen a sports book in his life to disheveled, figuring out how to get the, like, is, the app on his phone, yeah. and then just an, an addict, bro. Which he is crazy not get away from you it. know, like, it usually takes a win for somebody to get hooked. Yeah. Like, I, you know, I won, I won a baseball parlay, probably like three or four bets into my first, like, betting life or whatever. And then it's like, you hit that first hit, you win like a grand or whatever on a couple part team parlay, or, or you get some, you win something and you get hooked. It's like it was the opposite for Tyler. Tyler's hooked before he's even like experienced the drug. It's like you haven't even won yet, and he's all in screaming. You cheered in my face, Tyler. You I cheered vaguely, in my face. Vaguely remember this. And I was then, I was very drunk. To be I don't know if you were that drunk. This was pretty early in the day. Yeah, <laughs> I was just excited in the environment. I was. How did they say high on yeah. life? And that's the problems. You were way too excited, way too early in the day. Like, you were over-the-top cheering for the hockey game. You had, what, a three-leg parlay. It was Canes beating the Lightning over and what else? Goddamn Hurricanes, yeah. I swear to God. It was something else. And then I had the Islanders over Bruins, and I took the under on that. Yeah, so uh, Tyler is screaming in our cabana, Canes! Canes! Up, they're up two. Up, what is it, 4-2 in the second. Overhead! Yeah, we're over! 4-2. The overhead! Like, yeah, okay. And... The, what, 20 minutes later, before they even get into the third period, me and me and Randy are in the pool and Tyler's in the cabana. Refresh, 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 hoping the scores would change. So the Canes are up 4-2, right? They, they go up 4-2. 
in the second period. It's in the middle of the second, and I'm pumped. I'm like, okay, cool. This parlay is starting out really well because not only did the over hit, but now the Canes are leading. So I'm like, okay, we're on a little bit of a roll here. They then proceed to give up three or four straight unanswered goals and go down (laughs) 6-2, or no, 6-4, I mean, going into the third period and... And the all the emotion busted. i know and, and the parlay's busted at that point i'm like all right cool let's get another margarita in me let's get this thing back on track let's go and oh man, i was pissed dude and then i had another parlay on the bucks nets game bucks did not show up whatsoever <laughs> and then i had parlays on all the baseball games none of those hit i was very upset and you know what the worst part is too is so the way i did the parlay i did a massive one for all the games throughout that day that one the chances of that one hitting are pretty slim. I expected that. That's fine. So I set up three individual ones, one for the games in the morning, ones for the ones in the afternoon, and ones for the one at night. Yeah. And so the morning one didn't hit. I'm like, okay. The afternoon one didn't hit. I'm like, okay. So the night one comes along, and I made it. I said, okay, I'm going to put in my Islanders bet right here because the Islanders are playing the Bruins in the NHL playoffs later that day. So I put in the Islanders bet right there, and then I said, I need the Angels to win, I need the Mets to win, and I need whoever else. Uh, the Oakland A's were playing that night, so I need them all to win, right? So the A's do their part, and then the Islanders win. And I'm like, okay, cool. Well, it'd be really cool if the Angels weren't down three. The Angels come back, and I think they win by like four. And I was like, okay, cool. So that hits. So I'm looking at the ticket, I'm like, all right, all right, cool, cool, cool. I picked the Mets to win. I just need this and then I get 90 bucks. The Mets win. I'm like, sweet. I just got 90 bucks. I look at my phone. I drunkenly pick the Padres to win. No way. I didn't know about yep. this. Ah, yep. Oh my God, you idiot. The Mets were the underdog. That would have been Mets such were a the good underdog. payout. Yep. The, the Mets were the I, underdog. Because I picked the Mets because I picked the Grom. Right. Oh my God, dude. Drunkenly while we were at this the what, pool. This is what you're doing in the cabana. Uh, oh I accidentally picked yep. the Padres to win. And which was stupid on my part because <laughs> I I wanted I I wanted the Mets to win because I knew Degrom was pitching. I'm this like, okay, didn't get it this is pretty better, much a guaranteed win. Just no, did. <laughs> it was I was very upset. Like at the end of the night, oh I God. just ended up getting drunk and hanging and hanging out with a couple people. Yeah, dude, I found uh, out this dude was wandering around Vegas with the pizza, just like by himself. <laughs> hey man, when when you drunkenly blow a parlay that would have paid out a decent amount i would probably just buy a pizza and wander I mean, aimlessly it, too. look it, it was cool so like he's standing he's standing in the casino he's like my friends from wisconsin are here i'm like this guy's got to be like drunk <laughs> yeah, on his shout ass out, or something shout out to cam and mitch they were pretty cool um but anyways i'm just like you know we're just this probably didn't hit we're just gonna drink heavily and you know so this is where i where i was really glad and this is what kind of helps with parlays it's like i'm cool with putting maybe 20 bucks down on one of them and having it pay out maybe like a hundred so bucks on that that's fine because now i can use the rest of my money to you know drink or go eat or do whatever i want so in grand total when it came to just sports betting i only lost i think 160 bucks which was not bad and that could have been a lot worse because i originally brought i think like 500 or so the rest of it has been on alcohol and it was amazing you you're or given whatever but um uh I know, right? Both, both, I love both. how he's like, "Oh, dude, I, I only spend such and such." And in my head, I'm like, "Isn't that less than what they gave you? Like, listeners gave you to bet." I'm doing the math in my own mind. Interesting. Here. So, so he got, he got shout out for, to the to the listeners of Houston for the new got, video game. Got a hundred bucks for uh, for, <laughs> for cab money. I used all the money because I spread it out through bets and through drinking. All right, so I spent a lot of it on booze. Leave me alone. There was the $95 round of margaritas the first night, but after that, I didn't see the card come out too many yeah, times. So. You know, I, oh, yeah. no, I do. I brought it all in cash. No, the card did, did he not did make it with us. He had, I mean, that Eataly place was expensive as hell, so that which, was like which one? the one in a, the the park the MGM pe- that lobby. pizza place. Pizza oh, place. Yeah. Yeah. For, for, for one piece of pizza, it was like 12 bucks. Okay, one piece of pizza is not going to... Out of the 600 bucks yeah. you came in with? So, all right, well, let's, let's, let's go. Hold on. Booze is expensive, Randy. Yeah, so whatever. Um, one thing before we get out of here, Tyler, we, we've reassured is a horrible picker. Uh, if you want to win money, go against him because um, I remember a certain somebody cheering in my face when the Marlins were up 5-2 and then the Pirates came back to beat the Marlins. Oh, yeah, then they lost that game too, so um, that was great. And then, you know, and I told you, Tyler, don't cheer in my face when it comes to sports betting because, you know, I don't really like it. And just to set the mood here before we get to Julio, I'm going to send you a picture real quick, Tyler. I want you to open this live on air. 
I want you to check out what happens when you yell my face and you bet against me. Okay, here we go. And it's stacks of That's money. $1,700 on, on my coffee table. Wow. $1,700. You know, I've done a really good job <laughs> of not cursing on this podcast for a long time. Eric, I fucking hate you. That's what you, I told you. Do not cheer in my face, Tyler. Look, there's a famous saying that I learned from a very young age, and it goes something along the lines of uh, talk shit, get hit. So. <laughs> right. Um, so let's pick up the mood here. Let's pick up yeah. the mood because if this if the weekend wasn't yeah, bad for Tyler already, if the weekend wait. wasn't bad for Tyler, he lost oh, no. he lost his money. He drunkenly blew a, a parlay that probably would have paid out decent with an underdog winning. The Angels won, so that's cool for you. But um, yeah, there we go. In the midst of all this, good thing we weren't at Stadium Swim on Sunday because Tyler probably would have drowned himself in one of the Wade pools. Julio <laughs> I did Jones, tell you guys at one point. I said if Julio gets traded while we're at Stadium Swim, so just yeah, let me. That would have been don't, don't that would have been the final nail in the coffin. Um, so Julio Jones is a member of the Titans, and remember that the, all those <sighs> first rounders and the generational talent. That the Falcons Remember, need like, to get oh, back. I think a, I think a fair trade would be if the Falcons <laughs> and, you know, sent I think Julio Tyler Jones. wanted first rounders for the next five years yeah. and a starter. Tyler, Tyler was like, I think it'd be fair if we sent Julio Jones for Aaron Rodgers and maybe a second round pick. I'm like, who? What did uh, what did they get, Tyler? The Falcons, the second. Oh, uh, we got a a second and a. Fourth, I think. <laughs> oh so, my so God. none of those first rounders are coming. No, wow. the, no, the first round is. I look forward to him having a monster year. He's gonna have a big. This is what always happens. It's, it's this is gonna be one of those sort of uh, Hopkins seasons where he gets traded away for like what? What was it? What did uh? Yeah, the Hop got traded to the, uh, the Cardinals, Cardinals from for the a Texans second. For what, a second what, did that, what did that, that dude bad. in a semi pro get tra- get traded for? A washing oh, machine yeah, or something? What was, what was that guy's name? Oh, um, Mannix. 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 Mannix got traded from the San Antonio Spurs to uh, the Flint Tropics for a washing machine <laughs> and like a couple hundred bucks a or something. Super fan. In his <laughs> yeah. Mannix. <laughs> That's basically what Tyler got for Julio Jones. Yeah. Well, the Falcons got for Julio Jones. I find it hysterical because this just means that the Falcons are one more step into truly, truly rebuilding oh, the whole done. franchise. Sorry, man. It's that's time. It. And that sucks because you should have got at least a first to start the rebuild for him. I know. And, and you know what this is? I always love bringing this back because Tyler was bitches and moans about it. This is all, what's the name? Kyle Shanahan's fault. If you, if you really boil it down, had he not blown the Super Bowl, Quinn oh, would sell a job. 100%. Quinn would sell a job. The entire opinion on the Falcons would be different. But instead, we have the Falcons who gave up a 28 to 3 lead. Then oh, they had one of the most historically catastrophically terrible seasons in NFL history yeah. as far okay. as their pass defense goes. I think, right, what, cool. what was it? They gave up like four comeback game, like four yeah, comeback they wins? Were, they could when, have been like way over 500, but they were oh yeah, way beneath. Oh, yeah. All right. All right, you guys done? I'm gonna and go then this guy, the this guy <laughs> has the tenacity, has the nerve, and I think he did it. The balls. No, don't, don't tell me it happened. To be like, Hey man, don't you know, tell me I know don't. I know you're going back to don't. Vegas. I thought this I just was a want, lie. I just want to know if you can put some money down on Matt Ryan winning the MVP. I have a hunch. Oh, okay. oh dude. Do you like just give me the money? Just don't just give me the money. I mean if Tyler win, if Tyler catches out, he's gonna be a billionaire. Oh yeah, he'll make a but cash. I will I will get into that hunch in a bit. But oh, okay. Oh so my god. Here's, here's my thoughts on the Julio thing. I don't blame Julio for wanting out at all. Of course not. I don't blame the coaching staff. Well, well, the, I mean, the only coaching staff to blame is not there anymore. So I don't blame the current coaching staff that's there. That's not their fault. I don't blame Arthur Blank, the owner. That's not his fault either. Blank, blank, blank. There is one person I blame, and he is also not no longer there, but he deserves all the blame. That would be ex-GM Thomas Dimitrov, you son of a bitch. Okay, look, great at drafting offense. Always did really well in that part. The defense he drafted was so terrible. They never did anything. They have no pass rush. The linebacking core is below average. The secondary always gets hurt. And that's the reason why they could never win. Because Matt Ryan and Julio Jones are out here trying to put up 40 points a game to not win a game. No, to have a chance, a chance to win a game because the defense is so bad while Ryan and Julio are trying to put up 40, the defense will give up 45. That's just how bad the team was. And so he is the one person 
I blame. I also blame Kyle Shanahan. You suck. Okay, go to hell. Anyways, <laughs> Julio, I, I, like I said, I'm not mad at him. I wish him the absolute best. I'm it sure was a great. To hear that. It was a great ten years. I cannot believe it has been ten years. It was a hell of a ride, and I hope he does well in Tennessee. Now, the thing I find interesting, he said two things. That number one. The place he wants to go to, he wants to win. And this is what I found kind of contradictory. And this is what I found. And this is what I found with it being contradictory. So (laughs) I know I butchered that word, but that is okay. We're going to move on. Anyways. Anyways, <laughs> English part is hard. Is we're gonna take Remember a we're gonna take everybody. a couple tries at this word out of the final product of this podcast. Yeah. Just know whatever you're hearing right now, there was like at least four tries right, before Tyler, you're one, hearing what I One more time. Yeah, it was better. Contradictory. Contradictory. Yeah, close enough. Go ahead. Sure. Along. Yeah, okay. Contradictory. <laughs> Anyways, why so, would you why would you take on a word like that if you were like you knew you were just gonna be a train wreck? Anyways, <laughs> not the point. The point is Julio said that. I want to go to a team that wins. Okay, thank you for whoever Siri. played that. I hate contradictory. I hate, I hate you guys so much. Okay, go ahead. Sorry, yeah, we're sorry. done playing. Around. Go, go ahead. ahead. Anyways, so he says I want to go to a team that wins, which is cool because Tennessee has been winners very you know as of late. So what? It, what However, is it? the person who was responsible for all those wins, who was supposedly the mastermind behind the offense, was Arthur Smith. Who is now Atlanta's new head coach? Ooh. So no Plot one really thinking. knows. Yeah, really. Like no one really knows how good Tennessee's new offense is. Number one, and number two, the other thing that also contradicts what he said. See, I said it right that time. There you go. All right. All right. All what right. What it also contradicts what he said is, you know, I want to go to a team that has a big arm quarterback. I could argue that Tannehill and Matt Ryan, they're kind of on the same playing field. Ten, I would put Matt Ryan a little bit ahead just because he's had more success thought, than Tannehill over his overall career. And he doesn't have a robot knee. Yeah, that's yeah, true. Okay, yeah, and here's the other thing, too, is that going back to what he said, he's like, I want to win. Well, Tennessee's defense is kind of a mirror image of Atlanta's defense. They have no pass rush. Their secondary is not all that great. Their linebacking core is a little bit better, but... He kind of just went to the same situation, just uh, in a different conference. Okay, I don't know about that. Oh man, Tennessee, the, the Titans Tennessee won Titans the division are, last year. Bro. Yeah, they're one of the best teams <laughs> in the AFC. What do you mean? Okay, Tennessee barely won the division, I think, by a game because Indianapolis was on their heels. Now, they don't get me wrong. The but listen, winning the division is still winning the division. There are teams who have won the Super Bowl, barely scraping by the division. It is still winning the division. I'm not taking that away from them. However, I'm just saying. Like look, no, like I'm not. Ta- <laughs> look, I'm not. I'm not taking away from what you're saying. I'm sure there's valid points and all that contradictory uh, statements. But my my big thing here though is that you're comparing the Atlanta Falcons that which had again, like I said, one of the most historically bad seasons the, in past defense NFL history. The four and twelve Atlanta yeah, Falcons to, to the, the Tennessee and, Titans, the eleven and five division AFC South winning. Titans. So let's look up a couple games this year. Okay. So the Titans play in the AFC South. They have to play each of those AFC South teams twice. Okay. Two of those teams finished below 500, being the Texans and the Jaguars. They beat them both, both times. So that's four wins right there. Atlanta's division is much harder. You have Tom Brady, who they're not going to beat. You had Drew Brees, who at least last year they were not going to beat. And Carolina. Their their team is better, even without Christian okay. McCaffrey, their team is just better than ours. So that's wins that Tennessee is more likely to get in their division as opposed to Atlanta. Atlanta's division is just much is harder. Is your back okay, Tyler? Because it must be strained from all this reaching you're doing right now. <laughs> I mean, I'm not reaching. Look, I'm some facts of, here. Dude, some of the Falcons' worst losses of the season came from out-of-division opponents. Like, I, I mean, yeah, it'd be foolish to yeah. say that the division's yeah, that don't tough. don't remind it me. Is. Chicago, Detroit, Seattle, the goddamn Dallas game. Okay. Because no one knows how to recover a okay, goddamn outside see, kick. But see, you just... I forgot but, about but, that but, one. But see what you... I know, wasn't that like a 28-point comeback in the fourth <laughs> quarter? This is... But you just literally... Speaking of contradictory, you just contradicted all of your statements 
by saying how, okay, my division's really hard. It's hard for me to win. And then you we rambled off like three teams that didn't even make the playoffs that, that beat your team. So it's like I, I find this a very interesting angle to compare what was the 4-12 and Atlanta Falcons to the 11-5 Titans. To the 11-5 division-winning uh, Tennessee Titans. I under, look, look. I, I understand the offensive coordinator is gone, and he's now the head coach of the Falcons. Here's a here's a side statement about uh, offensive coordinators. I've always been fascinated. How the hell do they devise your play? Like, how do you make up a playbook, man? Like, you would think every play has kind of already been thought of, dude. And they got they have so many. They have so many plays. So many. I've always wanted to look at their little Me play caller too. cards because it looks like uh you you know I guarantee every town has this. Yeah. The little like local burger stand that has literally everything. Right. You could go there. You get like you get like the gallon of chili oh, cheese yeah, fries. Yeah, That's, yeah, yeah. It's literally like a gallon with yeah. The, it's so much chili and so much cheese right. with a pound of it. It looks like those menus where it's like oh if you you could get tacos here oh you could get yeah. a milkshake you could get a burger you could get a breakfast. I, I, oh, know, so I know, of, dude, yeah. I know, I know of someone who was friends with a buddy of mine who played uh, a little bit in the NFL. He got released from the team he was playing for uh, because he couldn't memorize the playbook. Dude, I, I, well, that's one of the reasons why they let him go. What is it? Engage eight. Uh, force it's lines. crazy, dude. It's <laughs> what, uh, running back sweep. That's all I got in, for man. What's insane is like if you think about it, uh, if you're not one of like a top three round draft pick. You're like the leniency you're getting is next to none. Oh, it's yeah, like, no. hey, you got to figure it out and it's got to click. Yeah, Otherwise, you playbook you're out. And yeah, it's, we'll find someone who figured it out. There's it. no leniency. Like, if you're a first round pick and you can't figure crap out, they'll be like, okay, it's all Imagine right. Imagine you're on the sideline. You're like the third third string. Oh, not even hey. that, dude. You're the you're the you're the undrafted signee yeah. for training. Well, that's camp. what I'm saying. Like, imagine though, you're middle of the game. Oh crap! Julio Jones just went down. I'm third in line behind him and uh, who is it? Brown in yeah. Tennessee. I'm third in line. AJ Brown. Yeah, yeah, it's like, hey, get in here, Rook. Oh, by the way, this is like the 700th play in the middle of the playbook. Hopefully, you yeah. remember which way you got to break and at what time, or else what? Ryan Tannehill is going to bomb one over your head. Yeah, that's why I love the uh, Gruden uh, quarterback little interview sessions he had. Like, what was right. it? Spider two wide banana or something? Right, yeah. Like, I'm like, what does that even mean? And Speaking like, oh, of Gruden, okay, this. we got to touch on this real quick. Yeah. We went to Legion Stadium over the weekend. Oh, by the while way, Tyler, uh, reach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going to, we're, Hulu yeah, John's yeah, we're gone. You're dumb. You're, you're, I, I get what you're doing. You're trying to rationalize, but, but you, got, it's, you got a second rounder yeah. for Julio Jones. Yeah, tough, well, Randy, loss, you man. know what? This is going to be your pain in about a month when Aaron Rodgers gets ready. So shut the hell up. Oh, I mean, I can't argue that. That I mean, all right. We might need a Randy depression episode too. Look, I'm feeling positive. The uh, comments and uh, things people are saying coming out of training camp is positive and good. Uh, good vibes. Yep. So we went to Legion Stadium before we went to Stadium Swim. So I right. know we talked a lot about Stadium Swim in the opening here. We went to Allegiant Stadium and you, you said Gruden. That's why I, I just figured we'll jump right, in here. Right. So we went into the Raiders locker room and we had this like experience. Yeah. Where it might have turned me into a Raiders fan because hey, you can. It's okay to have a secondary team. <laughs> first of all, the Raiders locker room is about the size bigger than my apartment. It is insane. It's massive. The Raiderettes locker room is bigger than my apartment. What, the one thing I do find kind of a not annoying, but I, I feel like that would be a pain in the ass. You can't walk over the logo, and I understand yeah. why. But it's like imagine you just got it's kind of same thing with hockey. You got the hockey snot kicked out of you, and you got a concussion, yeah. and you're stumbling to the locker room. Hey. hey! He but stepped yeah. on the logo. So they, so they, we go in this locker room, and they, you know they're a little lenient. People are taking pictures all throughout the store. Not supposed to, or not supposed to take videos, whatever. Who so we take get a video. We get in this locker room, and they're like, "Okay, all the phones away. We cannot start this part of the experience until yeah, all the phones are away." This is the only part where they were really. Yeah, and I'm like, I'm like, what the hell is about to happen? You know, so there we're we're around the logo, and it's roped off, and all of a sudden the, the room goes dark, black. Yeah. And then like four or five plasmas are up against the wall. And you're playing this promo video. You got all the throwbacks. You got, uh, you know, the old Raiders of the past, Raiders of the present. A lot of Derek Carr in these promos. They probably want to switch that up soon. Ah, yeah, it's been a little tough. I was surprised at how much Derek Carr we got. I was telling Randy, I was like, man, imagine how much cooler this would be. Not for you, but like imagine Aaron Rodgers through all these pump-up uh, videos. Like that would be no, pretty they'd, sick. They'd be scrambling. So The poor Photoshop department. Right. So we're watching this video and all of a sudden it's like these strobe lights go on. It's like an EDM club in the damn yeah. locker room. Or in the damn Raiders locker room. I'm like, whoa, this is crazy. And then all of a sudden you hear Gruden's voice. And they have this like hologram thing projector fall from the, the roof. And he's giving us a pregame pump-up speech that honestly, it made me want to be a Raiders fan for a split yeah. second. Probably can't do it because, you know, Bill's fan, AFC, a lot of 
butting heads there. But it's so like knock her for with me, and I'm like, what's going on? I'm like, oh yeah, Raiders, let's assault somebody. It's, it's super fun too because you know every Raiders fan is like assault like somebody. jacked to the tits, just like ah, ready to go at all times. And so the second they heard Gruden's voice going, oh, they dude, lost their. They loved mind. it, man. We were going through one of the like sweet levels, and they freaked out because at the end of one of the hallways we couldn't walk down was yeah. Chucky. There's Chucky, Chucky. Like, like literally the doll. No, no, it's just a painting of Gruden. Oh my they, god! They literally like they need new pants, man. They were, it's Chucky. Oh, Chucky! Or like we we got to step into the owners uh, the owners booth, which was super cool. It was you could tell the owner watches oh, yeah. the games from there. Davis on the fifty. But like Watch you know, because we're big fans of other teams, it's like okay, this is cool, but it's not like oh my god, oh my god. Oh yeah. My god. But these guys, these fans, you would have sworn they were gonna pass out. They're yeah. like oh my. It's god. crazy, man. We were in the owners box. Before the owners ever sat in this, these chairs, it's like on the 50, about 500 feet from the field. Like these are like leather, lazy boy bucket seats. And the owner hasn't said it. Mark Davis has not sat in these chairs. But you know who has had their greasy hands all over it? Me. Tyler. Tyler. <laughs> Tyler. The owner of the the freaking Raiders has not touched these chairs, but Tyler's hands have just been all over the leather Raider imprinted To be perfectly honest, a man with the haircut of uh, Mark Davis should not be sitting in those Who chairs. Has better hair? Who has better hair, Mark Davis or Tyler? Oh, Mark Davis. Yeah. Which is fun. <laughs> which is funny because which is funny because you know for a fact Tyler's gonna be watching the game at home. Alone. Oh, oh, the first time he's, he sees him. Like, yeah. Oh, 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 hey, I'm not gonna lie. I'll say uh, it. Touch I've, to, I've told my brother I was in there. I've been pointing out. Yeah, I, t- I told all Pretty my cool. brothers I was in there. Also, shout out to the uh, Raider fans that wanted to kill Menace. So, oh, yeah. We, uh, so we should recap this real quick. So we stopped by for a restroom break, and the guy's like, "Hey, it's the only bathroom break you can take <laughs> on tour." Right. So Randy goes to the bathroom. While Randy's in the bathroom, our tour guide says, hey, I have a trivia question for you. Who is the only person on the Raiders roster to have ever won the Heisman Trophy? Without hesitation, and I mean no hesitation. None at all. Menace just shouts out Jamarcus Russell, who is, how do I say this? Um, The bane of every Raiders, they hate this man. They hate Jamarcus Russell. And for Menace to shout that out, bro, I thought some of these fans were going to snap their neck because they turned around so fast. They're like, who said that? Yeah, man. Who I, said that? I think there might have been some whiplash after because there, there was a one guy there. There was one group of guys kind of towards the back most of the tour. Yeah. One had his sunglasses on the entire tour. And I could tell, you know, they're in Vegas. It's about 430 when we're doing this tour. <laughs> they're a little toasty. And he looked back at Menace. Hey, man, they're going to kick your ass out of here. You say that again. <laughs> Just dead, dead serious. Bro. And I love the fact that Menace is just—he's so lost Dude, when it comes to sports. He's, he's no busting up laughing, and like people are like, "Oh, how funny!" But then he's continuing to laugh, and I think it went from funny like a joke to they're like, "No, dude, that's not funny anymore." Hey, this guy better stop laughing. Or we're gonna have a problem. Like, hey, all right, guys, yeah. let's settle down. But Legion Stadium is nuts. So we've not—I know you weren't involved in the SoFi once, Tyler, which sucks. But we yeah. have been—you uh, know—we've been through SoFi. We've been through Allegiant. Uh, any new West Coast stadiums coming up anymore? Um, Seattle has their f- hockey one going in, which is like the 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 corn the corn oil yeah, arena. Or save something. the world arena, it's yeah. something like that. Save recycling. the whale. There's, save the whale. There's one stadium. going in Palm Springs for their hockey team. Um, hottest hottest balls, <laughs> balls center center. Yeah, hottest um, balls plaza. Or something yeah, plaza. Like that. And then I mean, eventually, HL teams always have plazas, never arenas. I know they can't. They don't want to put arena because it's like, well, we're not well, really it's like in only arena. like five thousand seats. So we're more like so a, thinking, yeah. a hangout. I mean, what's gonna be I'm next? Thinking, the big one's gonna be next when they finally tear down that that dump the forum and they put up that brand new stadium oh, yeah, for, for, uh, the clippers, for clippers which i mean like look i get it a lot of people love the forum there's a lot of sentimental value but here's the thing there's not because unless you're 75 years old and you watch them play the lakers play yeah. there in like 1975 the Show only reason why you're saying that is because people have told you it's a cool place that's the it's it's small dude i, I went in there small. i never saw you've, sports it's you've been, really small the only time you've been there is to see a concert yeah. and trust exactly, me yeah. the concerts you're watching there are going to be a lot cooler when the stadium you know, is like a you spaceship know, you know there's one way to endear local lakers fans they hate the clippers they hate Balmer, all that bull stuff yeah. get out of staple center so like kobe bill yeah, all yeah, that yeah, crap. Yeah. the one way to endear them and really win them over is to destroy the the forum which is so funny <laughs> right? now that you think about That's it. That's like, the best I, way to do it. I never thought about that. I was like, why does he just move the team to Seattle? He's fr- Bombers from Seattle. Yeah, you're not, Seattle, you're not leaving LA, dog. Seattle this would kill for a team. team. They already have a stadium built. Take with someone the, else. You're not taking the an Corn LA Oil team. Stadium. I know. That's the thing. And so, But then I thought about it. I'm like, wait a second. Bombers going to tear down the forum, which is like the holy mecca for the Lakers. 
damn, Dude, the Lakers are going to hate the Clippers some, so that's much. That's some big baller stuff that went down there because he was going to build an arena for big the Clippers. Baller, and James Dolan, who's owner of the Knicks, he's like, it's an investor in stake yeah. in the forum or whatever. So he's like, no, dude, there's some, you know, legal stuff way over our head, lawyer, lawyer crap. Yeah, that's why it's like you're not going to build a stadium when I have a stadium. So what did Balmer do? Oh, he bought the forum. I know. Just like, oh, OK, let me how much here's oh, him on my pocket. Let me write a check. Let yeah. me promise you. Let me reassure you as someone who has gone to two dope ass stadiums. The concert you're watching is going to be it's, so much cooler when the stadium these, is that much nicer. These new stadiums are so wild, man. Allegiant Stadium, one of the coolest things. So they have the, you know, the Eternal Flame or whatever, yeah. the Just Win Baby, Mark Davis stuff, right? Just Win and Baby. It's, it's, in the, it's at the one end zone. I don't know which direction it is, but it's at the one end zone. Big plain glass window so you could see the Las Vegas Strip behind right. it. Crazy, crazy view. Like, amazing view. Um, we got to sit there, have a drink or two after. Drink with a view, I think is what the, the feature was called, guys. Ooh, drink with a view. Um, so we're sitting there. And it's at the top of the end zone. So you're at the back end where the, the flame is at. And at the top rows, it's kind of like a bar top standing area right behind the chairs. Yeah. And, you know, they have the uh, like, which is kind of a custom. They have them at SoFi. They have the wireless chargers now there. So you could walk up, t- set your phone down, charge your phone. Have them at SoFi. But what SoFi doesn't have and the Legion has, ice chilled cup holders. I know. I saw that and I'm like, wait a second, is yes. that ice? So in the cup holder and every cup holder at the top of this end zone, I don't know if how where else in the arena it was, but where we were standing, it's a wireless charger and then a cup holder and it's patterned down. And inside the cup holders is a block of ice lining it. So I put my fingers in there and I'm like, wait, why is this cold? So it's chilled ice, like a block of ice lining it. So you drop your beer in and it keeps it cold throughout the game. Little things, guys. Little things in life that make me happy. Well, you know what? It's really cool, too, is like like you said, the little things. Those little features are going to come in handy when you're drunk around the, the stadium or, you know, just wandering around. And you're like, damn, my phone's about to die. I'm like, oh, yeah. Charger. Oh, I can put my beer in here. Right. Which is so cool because these small little things make these big and stadiums feel that much a more lot futuristic. Of these, a lot of these stadiums are going for like the standing room experience now. Yeah. Which, again, goes back to what I'm saying about tearing down the forum. You can't do that at the forum, but you will be able to once they tear it down at and Bomber build World. and build Bomber World, Clipperland, you know, <laughs> Clipperland, which choking hazards but, everywhere there. <laughs> yeah, the Lakers did sign an extension with the Staples Center though, and I yeah. think the agreement was like ninety yeah. million in renovations or something. Which uh, I mean, I, I've yet to really see a stadium pull off renovations really, really well. I guess I'm really going to gauge that when I go to the uh, Dodger game finally because I know Dodger spent like forty million or something, so it should be interesting, but. I think, you know, it's going to be really hard to to compete with a brand new stadium that's down the street from, oh, yeah, another brand new stadium. But uh, if there's one way to win L.A. fans over, especially the arrogant ones that for some reason just dislike the Lakers, is uh, tear down their home, their old home, their first home, and uh, build up your uh, your little amusement park, Bomber World. Right. Uh, just a cool $400 million, guys, for the forum, by the way. Oh, my that gosh. Bomber was just like... What, that, dude, that's literally he paid, he paid he's worth that. like 40 billion he paid that he up he upkeeps the team he's going to have to pay for the the new arena or well, i mean i don't know how the, that i don't even know how that all works he probably he's probably not even paying for the whole thing yeah, microsoft money man this yeah, is microsoft all chump money, change whatever. bro and then he has to like maintain his lifestyle probably owns multiple homes God, man, imagine being that you know what bomber's doing it right though because you see so many filthy rich people just like not know what to do like they always get in trouble with with the media. They're always doing stupid stuff. They're always being accused of doing James illegal Dolan. things, like eating babies or something. Bomber's got it right because Bomber makes crazy money, and you know what he does? He owns a sports team. Nobody bugs Bomber. You know why? Because they know what he's doing. Everyone's like, "Oh, Bill Gates is trying to get those microchips in them in them vaccines and and track us." No one wonders what Bomber's doing. The guy who literally runs Microsoft and has an unlimited amount of right. money because they're like, oh, he's probably at a Clipper game. That's just, that's what you got to do, man. Like yeah, if I was he's probably underneath the basket, yeah, screaming yelling. about Pat Bev fouling out, yelling. <laughs> like if I the was, man. bro, if I was that filthy effing rich, I would buy a team. Oh, dude, one hundred ten percent. And then oh, I would just easily. spend. I would just be. I would just be a menace at the games. Yeah. Like you'd be Mark Se- Cuban. Yeah. Mark Cuban and Steve Ballmer had a baby. That's what I would be if I security, owned a team. Security can't throw me out. I own this. Yeah. Go ahead, throw me out. I'll just I'll just walk Steve back in. Steve Ballmer and Mark Cuban's antics, but with like James Dolan's arrogance. Like I would just be like, dude, I you want to kick me out? I will fire you, rehire you, and then fire you again. I own everything in this place. Yeah. 
Go ahead, kick me out of the game. I'm gonna just buy every ticket from this half of the arena. <laughs> he probably luck, would, buddy. Do it too. The man dances like no one's watching. He but does see, not give. But oh, see, like, no way. Yeah, but he's, see, like, he's no, all in, I man. feel like, I feel like, but he, he loves the team, and I guess that's the best kind of owner. I think it is. What's What's genius though is like Bomber gets a stays out of the limelight in regards of people criticizing rich people. Or because he owns the team, yeah. Like no one wonders what he's, he's doing. Making millions of dollars on the Clippers on yeah. top of Microsoft. No one, money. no like, one's curious. Like if he's eating babies or like trying to second try, eating babies analogy. It's, it's I watched a documentary. <laughs> what do you? What's up with your mind right now? Big people on like 4chan. They're like, oh, Tom Hanks and the the politics. They want to eat the babies or something. I don't know, it's crazy. <laughs> it's crazy stuff. I I know, bro. There are people out here who think this stuff. Anyways, Bomber does it right though because Bomber's like, okay, well, no one's ever going to question me and what I'm doing because they know I'm just all about my team. I'm passionate about that, and that would be me, dude. If I had that much money, I would, I you know, I'm I want to say I'd buy the Packers, but I don't think I'd be able to do that because they'd be like, well, the Packers are community team, so I'd have to buy all of Green. You Bay. have to buy all of Green Bay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> buy all of Green Bay, and I'd change. Green Which Bay's let's name. be honest, it's in the middle of Wisconsin. I, I would change. I would change the name of Green Bay to, to Randyville. Yep. Well, just Randy. Randy, Wisconsin. Mike, well, the Randy Packers are taking the field right now. Yeah, I'll um, tell you what. We're going to make a joke and put up billboards to call it Randall. 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 Randall, Wisconsin. I think, what team would you buy if you had that much money? You could only buy one team, well, though. obviously the Bills. Because owning two teams is probably impossible. Yeah. Um, you need well, a, you no, need no, a, no, dude. They, people, like the Pagulas that own the Bills, they own the Sabres. They own a couple of European teams, like... You you gotta understand that there's some mega rich people. Okay. But the Pagulas they own like, like a really good. Well, the Pagulas really doing a really too? good job at the Sabers. Make sure you let them yeah, know well, that. That's yeah. That, don't get into Buffalo Twitter right now. It's it's a it's uh, Kim Pagula. I think is the is the wife. Oh, it was her no. birthday over the weekend. Oh no. So it was Buffalo <laughs> Buffalo <laughs> oh, Bills no. fans. Buffalo Bills fans. Pagulas, Kim, happy birthday! Yeah, awesome. Brought us back to relevancy, and then on the other half of the the spectrum was Sabres yeah. fans sell the team. You don't know how to run. Burning hell, yeah. It was, dude. It was a civil war and between like, Sabres and Bills and then, like, fans. The five, the five fans to the European teams are like, we're indifferent, but <laughs> happy birthday, hey, Pagula. Hey, thanks for the thanks for the team, eh? What teams are they own in the, uh, overseas? Um, I told, let me let me pull it up. I mean, like, uh, is that usually Tyler? Is that usually ML? Like, who owns the Falcons? It's Art something, right? It's, it's Arthur Blank. He owns Atlanta United to the soccer team. I feel I'm like a, sure. I feel like a soccer team would be. Fun to own, you know. Like if Dude, I you, no, if I bought I if own? I bought the Dodgers, I would probably buy like LAFC right. or something. Terry that'd Pagula. Be fun. Terry Pagula is the dude of the Pagulas. Owner uh-huh. of the Bills. Owner of the Sabers. Owner of the Rochester Americans, the AHL team for the Sabers. Okay, Jesus. Um, the Buffalo Bandits, the the National Lacrosse League team. What? Owner of the Rochester Nighthawks. So that's another National Lacrosse League team. And then owner of Pagula Sports and Entertainment. So like, and then that's like the buildings that these guys play in. What so it's basically money making money, dude. I mean, and, like, and this is like this. I'm sure if we actually dove into owners, maybe we'll do that a little bit later. Like, who owns what yeah. in an episode or two? Because like, because these guys just, are all all intertwined by like the teams. They that's have. the smartest thing to do if you're trying to be rich and not have people slander you on Twitter. Just so buy a I team. Just, I just found out two things. Number one, Arthur Blank owns the Falcons. Number two, he owns Atlanta United. Number three, apparently he is the co-founder of Home Depot. So that was good to know. Hell yeah, man. Well, Bring yeah. jobs to everybody. Exactly. Stupid like, ass like jingle. If, like if I'm Jeff Bezos, right, and I have stupid amounts of money, I know for a fact I'm bored. Nothing brings me joy. I mean, maybe there's stuff that brings me joy. Why do you think joy. he's going to space, bro? But it's like, I know, but <laughs> right? it's like, but it's like at this point, if I'm that filthy effing rich, I might just, I don't know, I might just buy a sports league. Like literally the entire league. I'll buy the National well, Cross that's League. What, uh, that's what Barstool Sports was going to do for a little bit because they started talking crap. They got like kind of uh Oh, that's right. The NWHL, the National Women's Hockey League, they kind of yeah. like, they took a shot at Barcelona. Oh, misogynistic, blah, blah, blah. It's bull yeah. crap when it's like the owner, CEO is a chick. They pumped up the NWHL a lot. So Barstool was like, Dave Portnoy was for a second was like, I'm just going to make a league then and put you guys out of business. Imagine being that rich. I'm just going to be like, yeah. I'm gonna make make something out of nothing because I can, and just to spite you. I would buy the Chicago Bears, convince the entire city of Chicago that I'm here burn to make Soldier the team better. To the ground. And then I would show up to every game in a Packers T-shirt and just burn the team straight to the ground. <laughs> and they'd be like, "Whoa!" Oh, but if you're that filthy effing rich, who, who, cares? Cares? who cares? Who cares? So. What are they gonna do? Buy the team back for me? Great, double my prize, bitch. So I want to retract something. Balmer's plans. <laughs> That'd be awful. Balmer's plans aren't. He plans to leave the forum up as a live Ooh, music venue. So tear it down. I don't want people to come after us. Be like, oh, it's those, come after me. The tailgater guy said there's. Okay, I'm sorry. Come after I want to me, redact bro. it, retract it, whatever. But we're not definitely not going to. Yeah, why don't, we just, why don't we just have the Clippers play in the Pico Rivera Sports Arena? How about that then? Drew League has a nice 
gym, I think, right? Did they, yeah, I'm, yeah, that's, that's right true. down the street from Inglewood. And it does um, look pretty good. But actually, yeah, so the so the plans for that stadium actually, Ooh. the Inglewood NBA Clippers Stadium, they're gonna start building this year, 2021. Is supposed to be done 2024 when the Clippers lease in Staples Center's up. Okay, so, so what it's, happens? It's coming. It's three years. What ha- I know, right? It's gonna be here in no time. What happens? Eighteen thousand seats. They're construct. They're constructing the stadium, and then accidentally one of the bulldozers hits the forum, and the forum collapses, unfortunately. <laughs> and they're like, "How did this happen? Dude, someone, where are they gonna have all those Sunday church services now?" Someone, someone must have put a bunch of sticks of dynamite in this stadium because <laughs> how did it fall down like this? Tink, it's like the commercials where like one pin falls and it's in mushroom cloud. Can you imagine though? <laughs> can you imagine though? Balmer's like, "Hey guys, so um, I'm glad everyone's you know here for this press conference. I regret to inform everyone that I unfortunately accidentally keyword here accidentally." Uh, tore down the forum. Okay, thanks everyone. Go Clippers. Right. See ya. But yeah, so on the way out here, right, we even talk sports. Just ah, absolutely. What do you nonsense. mean? We're talking stadiums, man. I know. Good we point. um, we're like one of what fifty people in the world. I yeah. mean, probably exaggerate. We're to like, be in both on the field at both SoFi and Allegiant Stadium. I ran on one of them. I can't tell you which one for legal reasons. You ran but on I ran on one of them. them. Shut up. Stupid. I I did run a play and back a little post route. Oh, that's right, you did. Tap, yeah, yeah. And I look like the most unathletic person in the world. You never uh, feel. You, you never were feel... clearly out of bounds the first. No, time, no, so. the first no. time. Yeah. Then you. Oh yeah, second time. Sec- you were second down, I got in bounds, but you I never, don't know what I was catching. Pass yeah. interference you never play, feel so. more out of shape and more like a fat piece of garbage until someone shows you a picture of you. Uh, like in the moment, you're like, dude, pumping. Like I remember, remember when uh, Tyler and I were supposed to do that uh, tailgate Olympics before he abandoned us for Texas, right? And I was doing like those. Thank God, that was an hour. I know, right? I was doing those those pitching those uh pitching pitching pictures. Jesus, yeah. that's a bit of a mouthful. Pitching set. pictures. Pitching pictures. I, I remember taking it. and I was like, oh, I feel like I'm throwing some gas, dude. Yeah. But then I saw the picture. I'm like, yo, my gut just flying dude, that was, out. That was always you something. literally sent us a text that said absolute cheddar. You look like Bartolo Colon, dude. Oh hell yeah, I take. <laughs> I was that. going for Tommy Lasorda, who you killed, Tyler, yeah. uh, when he was throwing that ball. Shirtless it's always like that though, man. Goodbye. When um <laughs> when uh. You would. I don't know if you ever saw videos of you playing back when you're younger. Even yeah. like when I was like, you know, at my peak hockey skill, I yeah. feel I would see videos like playback. We would watch games, and I'm like, God damn, I suck. Like I'm like, dude, I'm. You're flying out there. You're making moves. Yeah. You're taking shots. Like, oh, I ripped that one. And then like we watch a playback of a game, and I'm like, damn, Eric, you are brutal. <laughs> like yeah, Jesus man. Christ, man. Or like. Nothing makes you feel like more of a fat piece of garbage than when you look back at the picture. Like, dude, I was fat back then. I'm like, yo, <laughs> I wasn't even that fat, you know. So, well, anyways, what are we talking we'll about? We'll have to continue the stadium tour. Of oh, the that's West right. Coast We're talking stadium tour. Allegiant Stadium, amazing. SoFi Stadium, amazing. One thing I did realize though, what? I walk in Allegiant Stadium, I'm like, SoFi's bigger. It is. <laughs> so far, it's a lot bigger. But, but but really, what this does, though, is it shows you the difference in the sense of like market size. Oh, yeah. Because a stadium like that in a market like LA is just the forum. Yeah. But SoFi, like, Tyler, you haven't been in it yet, but until you go in there, like, it's, it just it doesn't fake, feel. It's dude. It, it looks fake. It looks like you're looking 000, at a Madden re- rendition of a stadium. 65,000 seats at Allegiant, and that was big. Yeah. Uh, SoFi could seat up to 100K. It is insane. I can't wait to see a game with a full, like a full, full stadium, which I think I would imagine be week one. I, I feel like people oh, are going to sell that sell bitch out, out. Dude, 110%. So fast. Like you'll if be able to, already sold out, I would be, wouldn't be surprised. You'll be able to hear it from the planes, maybe when oh, the planes yeah. fly overhead. But, um, and yeah, just, it's just both stadiums are really well constructed. One of them is just different, architecturally speaking. Like there's no, there's no walls. Yeah. So it's cool breeze flowing through the mm-hmm. entire time. It's an underground stadium. I thought about this though. LA. In the area around it, we have what? Let's see. We have we're soon to have three new stadiums, or well, well, one will be the newest one, the the Clippers one, and then Allegiant. Because think about it, Bank of California Stadium where yeah, LAFC, LAFC plays, that's brand still new. that's Probably still brand years, new. Right? It's like less than five years. Yeah. I haven't been, I haven't even stepped foot in there. Kings have one. The Warriors have one. The 49ers have one within the last ten years. If you, uh, Palm Springs is going to have one too. Yeah. An arena. California stadium tour. We need to hit. Do you think we can knock off all stadiums in California? I'd be down. Start in, San, down. start in San Diego. I mean, it's honestly, it's just a matter of time before they tear down Qualcomm so, or whatever it's called and I, make something the, new. Qualcomm's already been torn down. One of the only stadiums to host a Super Bowl and a World Series. Fun fact. There's your fun fact. And then once the Padres, the Padres, the Padres, Padres. are back to being irrelevant, San Diego is going to be a very Those sad Padres, sports man. town. You know, look, I hate the Padres. Don't get me wrong. But a part of me still wants them to be good because I don't want San Diego to fall into like the the territory San, of 
not being Slam a passionate Diego. Slam Diego. sports town, you know? Yeah, well, they're not. That's why they lost the Chargers. Um, it's true. I would just like to be able to go there and see a game when I'm on vacation. So let's hold on to the Padres. I'm cool with that. Yes. Other yes, than that, just yes. keep your beaches nice. And um, shout out Point Vista. When yeah. I go down there for vacation. Good Mexican food. Yeah. Hell yeah. Maybe don't make it so goddamn on the way out. There. On the way out, because we have been Just rambling for about an hour already. Oh, yeah. Um, I will add to the stadium tour. So I have some pre-early plans, guys, for later this year. Right. Ooh. A uh, road trip. Not a road trip, technically, but I will be in Florida. He's walking. I will be in Florida. I'm going to walk to Florida. Tampa He's Bay, over me. more specifically. And there's a possibility, there's a, a real possibility, possibility, that I will be there for Sunday Night Football, Bills versus Bucks that in is week sick. Week 13, I think, week 14. I, you know what, man? December 12th. That's that's lately, I think it's December 12th. Lately, I've been inundated with a bunch of these like really cheesy, over-the-top, inspirational TikToks. When I go on TikTok, yeah. it's like, you live one life. You got to live it up and, and do whatever you want. It's, you know, it's, it's, it's yeah. like it's idiot like Gen Zers who are like, yeah, yeah. life is so short. You know, you got to do what you want to do before you can't do it anymore. This dude's 17, lives in his mom's, like, two-story house. Anyways, the inspiration I'm getting from these TikToks is like, dude, I kind of want to buy a ticket and go watch the Packers play in Green Bay this year. A, bar, a part of me wants to. I'm like, it might be expensive, sure. You but, should, man. But I'm like, oh, get out there, why not? Get out there on, like, a Saturday night. You don't have to be there all day. Drag my girlfriend to Wisconsin. I'm You'd sure she'll be pumped. We were we flew into Alabama for a hockey tournament, and it was insane to see the connector flights going to an Atlanta Falcons game. And we're talking to somebody. I forget what city we're in. Yeah. We might have been in Atlanta. And they said, yeah, tons of people fly in day of and fly home after the game. Yeah, no, I, I'd imagine. It's just, it's just more like um, I got to find a day game. And then you got to find because Green Bay is a little bit difficult because it's Green Bay. It's yeah. not a major city, so I'd have to fly into Get up somewhere in Milwaukee yeah. or the city of uh, Green Bay, and then I'd have to, you know, <laughs> whatever. Yeah, sure, that that's how the locals pronounce Green Bay. <laughs> so no, um, but, but yeah, yeah. I, I really, I kind of want to. Tyler, I'm surprised. Tyler is the one here who hasn't been to an Atlanta Falcons game. So well, I how much just, of a diehard I fan just, he is, allegedly. I just moved to Houston, so obviously I'm a lot closer. The you flight did? will be a lot cheaper. I have no idea, man. So, well, six months ago, dude, it was towards the end of last football season. Anyways, <laughs> so I'm going to try. I, I I don't know if I'll be able to do it this You're year. You're going to hit up a know. Cowboys game, though, you said, for sure this year, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because uh, Atlanta comes to Dallas in, uh, oh, I want to say, Atlanta. Week. See, man, this Dirty is something, Mango something in November. This is something, though, I've I've always talked about. It's weird being fans like us because we never get to go to home games. I know. I was thinking about going to Buffalo for a game, but this, like, family trip is going to put me in town and the Bills are there that weekend. So I'm like, perfect. But, like, I, it's so weird. I've never experienced home games for the Bills. You've, I'm assuming never Packers, never Falcons. No. But we're always no. on the road. And I'm now I'm going on the road, flying. Five hours, and I'm still going to be on the road. Yeah, yeah I, think, I think world. The, the older I get, the more I'm like, you know what? I can take the $1,000 hit. Eh. <laughs> hey, my mom Whatever. always had a saying, F it. Why spend a little when you can spend a lot? There you go. Now, let's sign yeah. off with that one, baby. There that's a go. quote from Mama Roberts right there. there. That's, that's a quote to live by. Yeah, Why? Yeah. <laughs> book, that, book the plane ticket. Get the damn tickets. You're going to Green Bay, baby. <laughs> All right. While Randy looks up flights to Green Bay, Tyler, do you have anything to say on your way out? Stadium tour, we got to knock off some stadiums. Even live vicariously through each other, because obviously yeah. we can't just knock out Texas ones. Tyler's hit Minute Maid. Well, maybe we'll do a tailgater map. Okay. And we'll, we'll, we'll keep track okay. of our map I as think a people, group. People should also hit us up in like stadium recommendations. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm not talking about like Bojangles Arena yeah. in like Charlotte, North Carolina. Uh, I mean, like, Smoothie, le- King, Smoothie King Center, New okay. Pelicans play. That, <laughs> New Orleans, yeah, maybe. Yeah. So if you've made it this far and you're listening to this, first of all, thanks for dealing with us rambling. Uh, um, but yeah, if you're listening to this, shoot us some stadium recommendations. We may need to make a road trip here during summer. At least knock out California because we could drive and see a game or two. You might as well knock out, uh, knock out Chase Field in Phoenix. Yeah, might as well, you right? Know, I was thinking about that. Like, maybe yeah. we could just like make our way sort of west. Yeah. But the problem is. We have to go west and then come back east. Right. So I think that's what we're going to do. I'm going to find a, a map. Yeah. And we're, you know those little like corny travel, we were here together maps that couples do? We're going to do that, but we're going to do stadiums and we'll, we'll knock them off like for each this. other. I so do I have like a this. giant U.S. map. Let me know what to mark. Are you lying? You, you really no, have a giant I'm dead serious. I really probably, have a giant This weirdo US probably map. has the one you find Why? Like, in classrooms that you pull down. Why do you have a giant map? Because it's, it's, look at him. Yeah, right. It's on my bucket list. If, 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 you, lined up, if you lined up, if you lined up, if you lined up five Stupid. random. Did you just hear his his his? Wait, what did you say? You see, I said it's on my bucket list. I know it's corny, but I love road trips. 
It's on my bucket list to put it up on the wall, throw a dart at it, and just drive where it goes. Yeah, I look forward to you <laughs> throwing the dart and land on Juarez, Mexico. Have fun in Mobile, Alabama. Yeah, have fun in uh, Mobile. Get it right. Have fun in uh, Have fun in Poughkeepsie, bro. <laughs> All right. Well, t- Randy's has a homework assignment: airline tickets. Uh, Tyler's gonna go put up that map and get his dart skills ready. LA. Aim for New York. Aim for New York. Um, ah, New Hampshire. Ah, damn it. <laughs> I think uh, I hit Nova Scotia. <laughs> oh, have fun, dude! You can watch your dog run away from like Saskatoon, Nova Scotia. Yeah, see, this so is my flat. thing. Like, if you lined up a, a like a five guys, right, and you were like, okay, one of these people here owns a U.S. map, I would instantly point to Tyler. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm like, if it's not that guy, then I don't, I don't know what anything is. For anymore. that, I, and for that reason, knowing you and Tyler, knowing what you just told me, it makes so much sense. I know. Put on Ocean we'll Avenue. Is, fire oh, up the. So, oh yeah. Fire up the, right the Tyler Mobile. And hit the road and end up in a little um, Jetta with the ceiling peeling. Apparently, and did not end up notice in that. Albuquerque, New Mexico, baby. Well, okay. Let's, if let's gonna, hope, let's if hope. we're doing a stadium tour, I'm going to throw it, and wherever the dart lands, we're going to go to the nearest hey, stadium. You know what? If you're going to if you're going to go cross country, let's just say this. Shout out El Paso, Texas. Let's just hope you're going alone. All right. And with <laughs> that, we'll see you guys next <laughs> week. See ya. Z-